classes are on Wednesday. We're not here to take a lesson. We're here to teach you one. Where's Terry Silva? What do you want with Sensei Silver? We have message. I'm gonna beat his ass. <laughs> not possible. Well, you don't think I could beat him? I don't think you can beat me. Oh, yeah? Welcome to Cobra Kai. Doesn't matter if you're a loser or a nerd or a freak. All that matters is that you become badass. Welcome to Cobra Kai Never Dies podcast, hosted by AC Cristales and Jose Barron. We're the podcast show that breaks down and shares insight gained from the hit Netflix series Cobra Kai. Are you ready? Then fall in. Welcome back to Cobra Kai Never Dies podcast. Ma, we're back, man. How you doing? How you feeling? Feeling pretty good. It's a new year. Uh, excited to jump back in the podcast world and finish up our Cobra Kai season five, man. How about you? Doing good, brother. As you said, it is a new year, 2024. We're report, we're recording, and there you go. You can you can tell the rust right there. We're recording this episode on uh, January 15th, Martin Luther King Day, man. And here's you know here's what's cool about it though, man, is that this is our first podcast that we've ever done. You know, in live in studio, man. You know, when we started this, we started during 2020 COVID. So we were doing this remote, but man, we got the opportunity to do this face to face, bro. How, how's that feel for you, man? Absolutely. It's definitely different, but good different, if that makes sense. You know, um, we don't have to worry about connections or anything going off or the distance. Good to do it in person. And, um, you know what? Hopefully we can do many more like this. For sure. For sure. Yeah, man. The Zoom, uh, one of the things that, that Zoom uh, it gave us like a limit now, right? Unless you pay for it, we had to do like a, it was like a 40 minute limit and then we had to cut it off. But now nah, we're back, man. And let's go ahead and get back to it, man. I got a got a question to ask you, man. So Cobra Kai season five released September of 2022, man. Uh, obviously, we watched it as soon as it came out. The lot the last podcast that we published was November twenty eighth, twenty twenty two, man. So a whole year and a, and a couple of months, man, have passed, man. So how did it feel? You know, I, I emailed you last week. I sent you a text. I said, hey, man, we got we got to finish this, man. We got five to go. But how did it feel coming back to Cobra Kai and rewatching season five? You know what? It was just like when it released. Um, when I first uh, rewatched the episode to prepare for this podcast, I ended up just finishing the entire season, man. That's how excited and hooked I was all over again, even though we've, we've seen it and we've known the outcomes of what's going to happen. You know what? We're just, we're just two friends, true fans. And we love the show. And like I said, I, I, I just finished the, <laughs> the remaining episodes in the entire season. Oh, wow. So you went six, seven, eight, nine, ten, huh? Absolutely. Oh, yes. Legit, legit. So what I did, I listened to our last podcast, man. And, and again, you know, one of the reasons why um, I wanted to, cause we had recorded episode six, but the, the sound wasn't right. In fact, even in, in episode five of the podcast, there was just some, there were cuts throughout, man. And I don't like that, you know, cause I know that people, they listen to us, man. Again, you know, when we were doing this consistently, you know, we had people from, from all over the world listening to us, man. We had some love from like, you know, Europe, obviously in the United States. So, you know, I always want to pride myself on putting out great content, great sound. And, and so I wasn't happy with uh, the episode five podcast, not because of what we were saying, 
um, but because of the cuts and stuff. And so I was like, all right, we, we did the first five. And that last episode, when I, when I, when I heard it, you know, I remember we gave it five all valleys and we was like, it's one of the, the best episodes, right? They, they take out LaRusso, you know, at the end, <laughs> Terry Silverman. So, but here we go. But that's pretty awesome, man, that you, you know, just, hey, you went six, seven, eight, nine, ten, huh? That's, that's dope, man. Yep. Uh, well, for me, man, just coming back to this, like, like you said, man, it's, it's like you realize why the show has had such a great impact on, you know, just just you know pop culture and, and just just people in general man because again as we discussed before you know there's people from all you know just different ages who love the show you know there's teenagers there's you know people our age you know we can say we're middle age people right who, who love this show who grew up with the karate kid yeah and there's legacy you know, fans yeah legacy fans and there's this, the teenagers man who got into it man so again this you know with with uh you know john and you know, with, uh, with Hayden and, and what they've done with this show, man, is just great. So we're back, man. We're back to cover the last five episodes and prepare ourselves for season six, which we believe will air. It's going to air at the end of 2024. So when we believe that there's some, you know, there's nothing definite, but we, we that's what we think, right? That it's going to come out right before uh, the new Karate Kid movie comes out. And we know that's coming out in December. So there's just been some rumblings that season six, the last one, will be out before the end of 2024 any thoughts on that man before we jump into episode six well mainly just to echo what you said we d- we definitely know it's going to come out before the new karate or i don't the new karate kid film that you know ralph and um jackie chan are working on um my prediction personally is maybe it's it maybe it drops and again i have no factual evidence to, yeah, yeah, sure. to back this this is just my pure opinion I think it might come on December 19th, just for that nostalgia factor. It's a Thursday this year. Okay. So uh, can you imagine that? On December 19th, it drops. And that's what? That's 40 years, right, to the date. Absolutely. So it's, a, it's a good, you know, like number 40, so 40 years to the date. Wow. That would be pretty dope. Would be pretty dope because. Yeah, just a prediction. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, don't 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 get on us. Like, oh, you guys rely on us. But, uh, yeah, it's, man, we're just excited that it's coming back. You know, it's bittersweet, you know, because we love the show. But I think that uh, one of the things that, that I've mentioned before is that uh, it has to come to an end before it gets dumb, you know, before it gets like uh, Fast and the Furious, you know, you're Fast and the Furious, you know, you're, you're, they're going all the way to the spaceship and stuff. And so we don't want, we don't want that, man. Mm-hmm. Every, every good thing has to come to an end. So. Yep, that's 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 life. Everything has to come to an end, and yeah, what you with the uh, <clears throat> you're good, bro. You're good. Hey, we're gonna just yeah, roll. We're, we're just rusty. gonna roll. We're rusty, but it's all good. Absolutely, man. I'm still working <clears throat> the kinks, but yeah, just uh, what you said about Fast and the Furious. Yeah, that's getting really, really overboard. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. All right, man. So let's jump into episode six, Euroboros, and the synopsis goes like this: Terry recruits an expert in the way of the fist. Daniel walks away from a fight while Johnny and Chosen pick one. Kreese confronts old demons in prison. So straight off the bat, man, you know how we did this. Uh, we're going to go ahead and just talk about three things we liked, three things we hated before we get into the actual breaking down of the episode. So get a start as mom, you know, three things that you liked about this episode. And I, I love, I love what you do, man. You know, you do themes, man. So I'm wondering if you're continuing with that in 2024. Yes, uh, the three themes that I uh, wrote down for this episode, I put a time to fight, emotional slash nostalgic, and um, 
I put way of the fist. Way of the fist. All right, for sure. So the three things that I liked, uh, Paint House. You know, I'm just going to get to that. Yes. Johnny and Chosen. And I went with you too, man. You know, but sometimes I'll, I'll put different things, but I, I got a theme for, for, for this one as well. And fight for what you believe in. So went there, man. All right, what are three things that you hated about this episode? Too much Kyler. Really? Way too much Kyler. Okay. Even though it was one scene. <laughs> but you know what? Uh, I don't mean to hate on him, yeah. but um, to give him credit, yeah. I guess the actor, uh, I guess he's doing such a good job because if his character is for us to dislike him, yeah, <laughs> there, sure. there you go. Yeah. It's, like the, it's like a hill in wrestling, right? If he's yes. getting booed, then... He's doing a good job. He's doing a good job. So, yeah, so it's kind of like a little bit of both, but props. Um, the other one, I, I should have found out what this actor's name is. <laughs> I just called him the Walk with Elias character okay. or lookalike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you know okay. which one I'm talking uh, about? I know exactly what you're talking about. And uh, the other one I didn't dislike or another dislike that I have is um, Sensei Kim's arrogance. You know, it was a little overboard, but. Not bad, just maybe a little over the top. Okay. Well, I'm glad you said that, man, because I know I may be controversial in saying this, and I'm not saying it just to be controversial, but uh, three things that I hated, Sensei Kim, I know I don't, you know, I know that when we did our initial review of season five, I said I didn't really like her, didn't really like her character, and so watching this, this is the introduction of her character, right? And she just, I don't know, this didn't seem like to me like, uh, you know, I just, I, I didn't like her, man. And one of the things that you said was that since they came, her arrogance. So um, that's one thing that I hated from this episode. And again, I'm, I'm sure there's people listening. They're going to be like, they're going to get pissed off at me saying that. But it's that's just me. That's just our opinions, right? And we can have, you know, different perspectives and whatnot. But didn't like her. Um, the group of senseis, I thought they were real weak. They were real weak to me. You know, the, just the senseis that, that Kim brought. And then uh, bullying the elderly in prison. Yeah, didn't like that. Didn't like that. I had some thoughts about that. But let me go, man. Let me ask you this question. Since sure. I came, you, you didn't like her arrogance, but did you like her as a whole? And, and I want you to just think about this episode. I know you went six, seven, eight, nine, ten. you know, mm-hmm. but just think about this episode. Did you like her just based on this episode? I know when we did our review, and I'm going to answer the question. Okay. I, don't mean, I don't mean to dodge it. No, you um, Initially, I didn't really see too much in her character but as i've rewatched it more and more i see the purpose of her character but uh, in my opinion i felt the character could could have been a little bit more and i just meant like the fighting wise i guess to be specific mm-hmm. is i didn't really see uh, the way they portrayed her as a very dominant sensei the, yeah. the daughter or granddaughter right of mm-hmm. sensei kim um you know, I would I expected a little more, I guess. Okay. I expected a little bit more. So I think initially no. Um, but I see the purpose of her character now rewatching it over and over. Okay. Again. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, and just to me, like I said, I don't, I don't she's just okay to me, you know. Uh, obviously I'm gonna piggyback off what you said. She's a needed character and there's there's certain obviously there's certain things that that she does within this episode, right? So we're just gonna get focused on episode six that she does that's needed, you know, to bring out, um, certain things from certain characters without, you know, jumping the gun. Um, but I don't, I don't know, just something about her. I, I didn't like, and, and I don't want to bash on the, the actress cause I don't know the actress, but it, I don't even think it's that. I, maybe like you said, maybe it's the way it's written. Yeah. Know, her arrogance. Maybe, maybe that's the case. But anyways, but uh, what about the senseis? Did you like them? Her, her group of senseis that she had? 
the blonde one for sure, and we'll go into that scene okay. in okay. Uh, the the blonde hair. I'm, when I say the blonde one, yeah. I'm sorry. Let me correct myself. Yeah. Uh, the blonde haired sensei. Yeah. I, I forgot his name, but um, I he definitely you know he impressed me, and and it's just a particular scene that we're gonna discuss uh, throughout this episode. The other ones, mm, not so much. Yeah, they look to me look more like soldiers, you know, right. than sensei's. They didn't look like you know leaders to me, so. Anyways, uh, we were talking about this before we got on the air, man. You're Boris? You're Boris. And I had to look it up. I had to Google it. But you're Boris. <laughs> do you know what that means? I do not. Did you look up the definition? No, I didn't. Okay, so I did. I did. So there we go. Uh, so the definition of you're Boris means it's a circular symbol depicting a snake. So where did you see that in the opening scene? Because it was in the opening scene. It was in the opening scene? Yes, sir. A singular symbol depicting a snake. So showing a snake. Oh man, I must have missed it. I don't recall where. Sil- Silver's necklace. Necklace. Yeah, you know what? I was gonna say that. I was gonna the- guess that, man. Yeah. I really was, but I, but I wasn't sure, so yeah, I didn't so, say it. So silver has a necklace, and on the necklace it has a little snake on there. So that's the Euroboros. Uh, yeah, there we go. Anyways, buddy, go ahead and get us started, man. Get us started with uh, your your first favorite scene. So for those who are you who are listening this listening to our podcast for the first time. And yeah, maybe it does feel like a first time because we've been we haven't done this since 2022, November of 2022. Uh, again, we just break down uh, scenes that we like. That we got categories. We'll we'll talk about certain things, and we'll also you know just share some insight. You know, we we truly believe that there's wisdom in, in this, and so we look at it a little bit differently. We don't break down scene by scene. I know that there are podcasts out there. Much love to those Cobra Kai podcasts out there that they'll break down scene by scene, but we don't do that. We'll just pick our favorites and piggyback off of each other and then um, see connections, whether we see them in, in previous Cobra Kai seasons or connections in the Karate Kid movies. So, Jose, first favorite scene. I got to start with the intro. Our man, Terry Silver, showing up in style at some airport hangar. Uh, you see this jet arrive. And, of course, you mentioned these are the... At first, when we initially... You know, watched it. We didn't know who they were, but we now we know it's the the new five senseis that are going to help Terry Silver expand Cobra Kai. And I like the scene the way <laughs> it's kind of like Silver's portrayed as like a this big gangster. Okay. I don't know if you see that slow mo of him walking. That's a nice little walk. Yeah, okay. yeah a nice little walk. Yeah. And of course, he's coming off a big win. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> if you know what I mean. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> almost very gangster like, very Bond villain. And um, the music definitely has that feel. Yeah, definitely it definitely does. And and of course we meet uh, Sensei Kim Dayum. She's really the only one that speaks. Um, and this is where we see her arrogance. You know that uh, she didn't get on a plane for money or anything like that. And you know Silver intrigues her by basically saying that they have to share her grandfather's style with the world. Mm-hmm. Like. And like he offers her legacy. That's yeah. the term that yeah. Silver That's uses. That's the word that stood out to me too. Legacy. Legacy. And um, her eyes just lit up like Christmas trees, man. Everything. And she has doubts of the American students, but uh, she agrees. And Silver even mentions the infamous fifty percent. <laughs> Do you remember the fifty percent of the dojos? Oh, this is with Mike Barnes. Yeah, with Mike Barnes. So I just <laughs> caught that. Oh, I, wow. Okay. Know, just a little small connection that yeah. I caught. But overall, it's a good scene. Silver's an alpha dog. We know that, man. And um, a little, I mean, I'm going to give props to Silver and Kim's, you know, little business exchange that they had. 
Um, and again, just blown away. Silver just really has that much dough. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Private yeah. planes, yeah. red carpet, yeah. and limos, oh. and offering 50%, just like that, not even hesitating. Yeah. So what is it, though? The waste, though? Is that that's what made him big? Like Yeah, that toxic, toxic waste. waste. Yeah. <laughs> His dad, man, probably left him huge inheritance or something like that but yeah. um i just thought it was a good way to start okay very yeah. good i'm actually gonna say that it was just an okay intro to me and again that's just probably me being just not liking kim but i do legacy stood out to me you know i'm looking at my notes and like legacy that stood out so it's not just about the way of the fist on the battlefield right so terry silver has this idea that he wants to take over the world and that's mm-hmm. one of the things that he told Daniel, you know, we want to go back to episode five. Like, you know, it's more than just the valley, Daniel. Like, I want to your, your vision's too low, man. I want to take over the world. So, yeah, definitely. Uh, I like that you pointed out the music, man, because uh, one of the things that I always do during like the holiday season is, is watch The Godfather. And I watched like all three of them last month, man. And so mm-hmm. the music man, is always like that certain musical score that makes you think, oh, I, you know, something badass is about to happen. So. Uh, yeah, but the, the intro is okay. I mean, it, again, yeah, it sets up you know Silver as as uh, as this guy who, again, has all this power, has this aura, right? That's what we like about him. And then you know, obviously, introducing a new character, man. So, yeah. All right, man. So let me go to my uh, my first favorite scene. Uh, definitely, uh, love, 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 love Johnny being there to help Daniel. You know, so they're all at Daniel LaRusso, at the Larusso household and. Uh, Johnny's there to help him, man. You know, to me, that's just badass. It just kind of shows you how their relationship has evolved. You know, yep. so from from being enemies to now helping each other out. But Daniel, he's done. He's done with karate. You know, so uh, raise the white flag. Raise the white flag, man. But the connection, obviously, the easy connection, the baby Browns, right? With the sunglasses, is Daniel got his butt whooped, man. You know, and so he's finally going to work and he puts on the sunglasses, but. Should have had some OJ, man. You know, some some Minute Maid. Some Minute Maid, yeah. Yeah, should have had some Minute Maid there. Just a quick, you know, uh, connection to part one. But, yeah, I like this scene because, again, it just shows, all right, we got John. Obviously, Chosen is there. But now we got Johnny. John is there to aid him as well. So, would you think, real quick scene. You know, obviously, there's some dialogue there. But not to belabor the the dialogue. But, again, just, just like that. To me, the biggest thing is Johnny being there to help Daniel. So, do you have that scene? Uh, I didn't have that scene, but I did note the connection as well. You the know, baby the, browns. The, the black shades were the exact, well, you know, a replica of, you know, what he was wearing in part one when he was trying to rush out of his apartment to hide the baby with yeah. the black eye. But, um, but just really to echo what you said, yeah, support system, you know, not just Chosen, but Johnny, like you said, and, you know, his wife, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, as we remember in part, in episode she was away you know yeah that's right you know so now she's back in full support so um that's real that's real important man to have a support system so and like you said their their relationship has totally did a 180 man Mm -hmm. they couldn't stand each other now now they're there to back each other up that's good that's good all right man so where are you going now the episode, the scene I'm going next, I'm going to Topanga Karate. Okay, okay. <laughs> and again, this is just uh, to give uh, more props. I'm probably going to give Silver a lot of props <laughs> this, <laughs> this, uh, this episode. Right. But um, Well, that's good. It's a, it's a good, because the last episode, you didn't like him. Right. You know, yeah. again, like I told you, I listened to episode five, you know, yesterday. I was listening to it, you know, while I was driving. 
And I was like, you said one of the things that you didn't like about episode five was Silver because, you know, how he talked about the family. Right. Yeah. yeah. He used his family against Daniel yeah. to bait him, basically. And I liked him because he kicked Daniel's ass. So, yeah. <laughs> but now you're giving a seat. Look how the, how the, what does it say? The worm turns. Exactly. Now you're, you're, you're all, he likes Silver now. All right. <laughs> but yeah. So, Silver and I, what I call the Cobra Kai Council. Okay. <laughs> I just gave it a little nickname. But yeah, they arrive at Topanka Karate. Um, <clears throat> they make this announcement that it's uh, the Topanga Karate Sensei makes an announcement that it's under new management. Silver made him an offer that he can't refuse, and uh, Silver addresses the JoJo right away, takes charge, takes you know leadership. Topanga Karate has spent the last few years taking losses left and right. That ends today. My new senseis will be molding you all into winners, just like our own All-Valley Tournament champion, Tori Nichols. If you want to be taught by the best of the best, step up and take a gi from Sensei Odell. And I like the little quote that he says that, you know, that Topanga Karate has been taking losses left and right, and that ends today. So once again, Silver handling business. He altered the deal, which is like a little Star Wars reference. I don't know if you remember Empire Strikes Back. No, no, no. no. Yeah, yeah, Empire Strikes Back, Mm -hmm. where uh, Darth Vader altered the deal on Lando Calrissian. Okay. Yeah, Yeah. yeah. I'm not a Star Wars person like you, man. So don't remember that. But, uh, yeah, you know, Silver, like you said, he's, he's, he's taking care of business. You know, he's taking care of business there, man. So anything else with that, that scene? Uh, no, just his, again, his, his confidence, really, you know, uh, where he's like, it doesn't even matter if you don't, if you want to quit, if you yeah. want to leave, just take a thermos or take a water bottle and buy. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like he's gonna, he's gonna do with what he has, you know what I'm saying? And that's that. Yeah. You know, now that you, you're talking about that, it's like, I like that about silver as well. Like he doesn't have to beg, man. You know what I'm saying? Kind of like, uh, his, uh his aura, his, his power, his charisma speaks for itself. And if you don't want to be down with it, then, you know, go, go somewhere else, man. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. So I, I like that scene as well, man. Um, I had it written down. Obviously I love seeing Devin, you know, and I think that's one of the things that, that I had mentioned. No, I haven't mentioned that I like, but I like seeing Devin off the, off the top of, uh, just again, seeing her again. Uh, but yeah, walking into Topanga karate, and uh, and the kids, man, they're just enamored with Cobra Kai. Yeah. You know? So he made, you know, obviously he gave him the proposition. And then Sensei Odell. Let's just talk about Sensei Odell. So Sensei Odell. Remember, I told you, I didn't. To me, the those senseis were weak, man. But Sensei Odell was played by this guy named Tyron Woodley. You know who that is? No. Okay, so Tyron Woodley. So you know Sensei Odell, right? Yeah, I know Sensei Odell. Okay. Yeah. So that's the guy that Jake Paul. You know who Jake Paul is. The fighter, the, MMA. Yeah, he's a fake fighter, right? I mean, he is a fighter, but he was like a Disney person, and then he, him and his brother, made all this money on YouTube, like YouTube influencers or whatever. Oh, and if okay. I'm getting it wrong, forgive me. All right, I, I don't really get down with like all these YouTube influencers or whatever. But him, the the Paul brothers, right? Jake Paul, Logan Paul, Logan yes. Paul is now wrestling for WWE. Oh yeah, but, yeah. but Jake Paul, he Tyron Woodley, so Sensei Odell fought, and and Tyron Woodley was a real MMA fighter. Right. So he fought Jake Paul because that's how these YouTube, you know, boxers are fighting like old MMA guys. Anyways, long story short. Yeah. Jake Paul beat Tyron Woodley. He beat him the first time mm-hmm. and he knocked him out in the second fight. Come on. man. 
Come on. So that I'm telling you, bro. That's why I'm like, it, this is our sensei. Like, this is your, this is your sensei. Come on, man. Can we? We could have got somebody else. You know, somebody else. You know, just. So, anyways, that's just me. <laughs> I, and I actually looked that up, man. I was like, uh, obviously, I knew Tyrone Woodley, man. I'm not don't know much about him, but I was like, let me put this on there, man, because that that to me adds credibility to my take that. I didn't like these senseis, man. They were just weak, man. So anyways, I had to throw that out there. Uh, like this about that scene as well. So, um, you know, Silver handled business and he was leaving and Tori was going to go. And I do like this for Sensei Kim. So there, I know I've been hating on Sensei Kim a lot already. Uh, but I like how she said, your champion stays here. Mm-hmm. You will help me test him. So that was pretty cool. So again, we already see right there like these little seeds between Sensei Kim and Tori, man. So anything else with that before I go to my uh, next favorite scene? No, I just saw that, you know, it was good to see Devin again. I yeah. think this was the first uh, episode that she was in. Is that right? I believe so. For sure. All right. So for me, man, uh, the quick scene that, that, you know, you again, we don't we don't go in order, but I like seeing Crease again. And so obviously Grandpa. Right. Uh, so Tori goes to see Crease in jail. And I just. I guess I liked it because Crease, we see Crease's plan too. So throughout this episode, we see Silver's plan, right? To take over, you know, the world, right? With Cobra Kai. And then we also see Crease's plan. So Crease is having, you know, Tori help him, you know? And yes. so she's like, well, LaRusso, you know, got her. And he's like, he's just a means to an end. So I just, I just like that. To me, that's funny. I was just laughing. Like, Crease is just going to do what he's got to do. So. You see two different people, right? You see Silver with his plan and Crease with his plan. And again, um, the one who's getting his ass kicked is, is LaRusso in the midst of everything. That seems to be a theme, right? doesn't <laughs> it? You don't even care, right? So <laughs> anyways, but I also had this question, man, because uh, you can't trust Crease. You can just tell. You know, it's like he's using people, right? Like right. that's one enemy who's gone. Uh, LaRusso, he's just a means to an end. Um but why why does Tori trust him, man? That's that's that was my thing. So that's the question that came to mind. So why does Tori trust him? Like what did um yeah, why why is that the case? Why is she going out there and, and going to see him and trusting this guy? I think it has to do with uh Tori knows that um Silver paid off the ref in the last season. Okay. So um it, it basically took away her moment. Mm-hmm. So if he's willing to do that, what else is he willing to do? You know, but why Crease though? Why why she why does she trust Crease? Because Crease is the one that helped her out. And was it season two? Correct me if I'm wrong. Remember when she was having trouble with the, oh, that landlord? The landlord, oh, okay. yeah, yeah. And Crease stepped in to save the day. That's, that's right. And kind of, in a way, did he? And correct me if I'm wrong, but kind of helped her get established in in Cobra Kai. Oh, for sure, for sure. I think he told her he, he she didn't have to pay or something. Right. Okay. All right. Yeah, because so, that was season two. That was when Crease was in charge of Cobra Kai, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So it goes back to that, right? It's kind of right. like, like you remember this person being there for for you and, and helping you out. Okay. I get it. You know, he's still, to me, sleazy, but oh yeah, maybe it's, it's that, like you said, it's like, okay, I remember that, you know, at a point where nobody else was there for me, this guy was there for me. So, all right. What do you got next, man? For me, I'm gonna. It, it's kind of a quick scene. It's uh, Devin and Tori. You're skipping uh, all the good stuff. Not messing. I'm messing with you. No, <laughs> My bad, bro. I, no, I, I don't mean to. I think uh, when we get to later in this episode, yeah, yeah. Uh, trust me, we're gonna have a lot to talk about. <laughs> all right. Before we get to that one, then, since you're gonna go to Devin, um, 
I guess Devin and, and Tori, right? Right. Yeah. All right, let me let me say this one though, because again, that, that crease one was short. This one's a quick, a short one too. But it's it's back at um at the Larusso household, and Johnny's just talking about what he wants to do. So again, it's everybody there, right? Mm-hmm. Johnny's like, man, I want to beat his ponytail's ass. So again, it's more of them just plotting what they're gonna do. When I say them, it's Johnny and Chosen, and and uh, Carmen's there too, right? Carmen. No, I think or it's no, just Amanda and Sam. Oh, okay, just Amanda and Sam. Okay, so my bad. Uh, Later, later on, later on, there's Carmen. No, no, no I don't think we Carmen. got Carmen this episode. I think I saw her. You know what? You're she right. She was at the end her. of the last no, episode. No, you know what? You know what? I messed up. It's, I saw somebody's brown hair, and as I was watching, I was like, "Is that Carmen?" But you're right. It is Sam. My bad. My yeah. bad. There you go. My bad. See, they're like, "Man, these what are these guys doing talking about this show? They haven't even watched it." No, we we've watched it anyway. So I liked it. You know, getting chosen. Like, hey, one arm, one man army, not good. I go with you. And and this is this is like I talked about one of the things that I like the Johnny the Chosen connection is you start seeing them you know bickering going back and forth with each other to me which was funny man so he's like hey this isn't some kind of competition you know and so I like that man so again Johnny and Chosen that's why I had to just throw that out there because again this just kind of is planting that seed for what we're gonna see a little bit later so. absolutely yeah that was a very funny exchange the only reason i didn't put it down was because i thought it was kind of too quick yeah, 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 <laughs> and, yeah. and there's uh, another scene later that i really like okay yeah actually there's two scenes that they do later that oh yeah, I, that yeah for I sure really like that yeah, we're gonna... their chemistry is legit and you can start mm-hmm. seeing it from right there yeah absolutely yeah. but just mainly to touch on Devin and tori um you know the pra- De- Devin's practicing the knife technique and you know tori approaches her kind of mentors her a little bit on the right way on how to do that knife strike um one of the things that tori pointed out that i also noticed is devon was wasn't in the cobra kai gi she still stayed at the cobra kai dojo Mm -hmm. but she didn't switch gis and i like her response why are you still in that gi you don't think you have what it takes to join cobra kai i'm still deciding whether your dojo has what it takes to earn these students I guess you forgot who kicked your ass at the tournament. Please, that ref was blind. He gave you a point when I was out of bounds. Then why are you still here? My mom always said... The only way you really lose is by giving up. Sounds like a smart woman. She was. Devin was bringing wisdom in this little scene because she's like the only... Which I think she mentioned that her mom was the one that told her this that uh, the only way you lose is by giving up. Yeah. And, oh, man, that's 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 it. Yeah, because they're going back and forth about right. what happened at the tournament. Because, you know, obviously she says that, what you said, I'm still trying to decide if your dojo has what it takes to earn me as a student. And then Tori gets bold and says, well, guess, guess you forgot who kicked your ass in the tournament. Right. <laughs> and then Devin comes back and she's like, well, that ref was blind. So they're going back and forth. And she's like, well, why don't you give up or something like that, right? And she's like, the only way... Oh, you, but you lost or something. Right. And that's when she said that wisdom. The only way you really lose is by giving up. And that is dope. And I had it as well, man. So. Exactly. Yeah. She did mention to, to answer your question, man. She did say, you know, that, that her mom, she was, and she didn't per se, my mom is dead. She just said, I bet your mom something. And she's like, well, she was like, past right, tense. Yeah. That, she's a smart woman. I think yeah, that's yeah. what she mentioned. Yeah. And then that's when De- uh, Devin shares the fact that she would like to kick cancer's ASS yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and um, and Tori can relate you know with her struggles that she's mm-hmm. gone on with her mom so just a good exchange between I guess you could say <laughs> rivals yeah, yeah. former rivals and uh, and just Devin's confidence and you know Tori mentoring her you know uh, Devin's unwillingness to not quit yeah. even though you know she she lost to Cobra Kai Eagle Fang lost to Cobra Kai we all, she knows what Cobra Kai is all about 
And you know what? She's still there. She still wants to learn karate. Yeah, that's good. I didn't I didn't see it like that. Uh, I saw more like, and I like that you saw it like that. Yeah, even though she lost, but she continues on her journey with karate. Because uh, again, you know the good the good things about being involved in like extracurricular things. You know, obviously we both have kids, man. So whether it's sports, whether it's karate, whether it's you know band, art, whatever, it's just they're they're involved in something. And so, you know, Devin lost right i mean she she lost and you know even though the ref was blind right <laughs> but she stayed with it so i'm glad you, you you pointed that out because i just i just got it right now but to me why i like to see is just her her confidence because again you mentioned that word several mm-hmm. times today and yeah even Devin's confident like i'm not i don't need to put this this gi on i don't even know if y'all y'all gonna earn me like you said right, you know? yeah. and so and then how she remembers the thing about her mom like no you only lose when you give up and so that and that's dope as well. So I like that as well. Um, I'm going to go back to real quick. Uh, <laughs> I get, and you don't like that dude, but the guy that's jacking the walk with Elias, he's jacking around, you know, messing with crease his jellos. Right. He's like, what do you think of that old man? You know? And so I guess I just wanted to put that out there because again, I had mentioned that I didn't like one of the things I didn't like about this episode is bullying the elderly. And so I got to talk about it, man. So, right. you know, the question I had is why is this guy jacking with crease? He's messing with crease, taking his jellos. But uh, I don't know, man, I guess old people are targets in prison. And, and, and you know what I did? Cause I'm, I'm nerdy like this. I was like, I need to like look up things and see how older prison inmates, you know, get treated because um, I didn't like that, man. I didn't, I didn't like that. They were treating crease like that because in my mind, I was like, do they really treat, you know, older inmates like that? So anyways, I, I just want to throw that out there, man, about because, again, that's going to set up for what happens later on in an episode with Crease, you know, so taking his jellos. You know, you know, like, is that from the giggle? You didn't like that dude right there when he was doing that to Crease? He w- definitely wasn't my favorite for sure. And um, but you know what? I'm glad that you pointed that out that because um, it totally blew over my head What's that? about bullying the elderly. Yeah. You know, I mean, homeboy looks big and swole and I'm like, what do you really get out of beating up? Thank you. Out of bullying crease. What do you really win? I mean, I guess a free jello. Yeah. <laughs> but then again, it's prison, so I guess it's every man for himself. Right? I don't know, man. Kind of like know, the Royal I, Rumble. <laughs> yeah. I'm about to come up in a couple of weeks. Uh, I, I don't know, though, man. Like, uh, yeah, I've never been in prison, man. Um, no people have been in prison, but never really asked them, like, yo, you know, how was it with the old people? So, I know about prison, prisons because of movies or stuff that I right. read, right? So, did you ever watch Shawshank Redemption? Great movie. Absolutely. Okay, so Brooks, right? Brooks was old. Nobody, right. nobody messed with Brooks. That's what I'm saying. So Different Crease, time, though. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. But Crease is like Brooks, you know? He just right. needs his little bird or something, right? So, <laughs> anyways, man. So, I don't know. I just had to throw that out there because, again, it goes with one of the things that I hate. Um, even though, to me, it was, it was a cool, it was not a cool scene, but it was a scene that, all right, they ain't jacking with Crease, man, trying to take his jello, man. But anyways, how to throw that out there. All right, brother. I think I know where you're going, man. I think I know. Because <laughs> me and you, we, we're in sync. Yeah, take you're us, probably right. Where, I, where I you think going? if you had to bet, if you had to put in, a, if you had to bet an amount of money that mattered to you, I think you're you're gonna it's gonna be a smart bet. Okay. I'm gonna go uh, Johnny and Chosen. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> this is when they um, arrive at the quote unquote new Cobra Kai dojo to try to find silver, and you know 
uh, Johnny insists that he's ready for him. Not like last time when we know what happened last season. Silver yeah. Silver took him out. But then again, Johnny was under the influence, wasn't he? I believe he was. Or I'll have to check back on that. But anyways, he caught him by surprise. Um, <laughs> it was a surprise attack. It was, yeah. It was, yeah. yeah. And then, uh, but Johnny got his licks in. But, yeah. you know, what? Silver overpowered him. Uh, so... Next thing you know, uh, Johnny insists that he can be dangerous. And, you know, Chosen's like, I know how dangerous you can be, Danielson told me. And then before you know it, man, and this is the part that I like, they start sharing what I call war stories about Daniel, yeah. about how they basically mess with him back in the day. <laughs> Johnny says, I kicked his butt. And Chosen says, I robbed him on a date. All stuff him. that we love, too. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> Johnny says, I pushed him down the cliff. Stupid and bike. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't have to come I can handle this myself I'm not like the silver very dangerous yeah I know but I'm ready for him this time and I can be dangerous too uh, Danielson told me how dangerous you can be did he mention how I kicked his ass back in high school I robbed him while he was on date oh yeah I pushed him down a cliff I fight him to death oh yeah what are you ghost or something oh. Daniel-san showed me mercy. Yeah, sounds like LaRusso. Man, he was such a twerp back then. Real pain in ass, huh? But he always fight for what he believe. He never backed down from a fight, even when he should have. You know, a few months ago, I saw him take on an entire... I did write down a quick question for you, man. What's up? Out of all those war stories that they mentioned, and, and even ones that you didn't mention, do you have a favorite? Like... Like the, what they did to Daniel? What they did to Daniel, Yes. Uh, I don't know if I have a favorite, but I do like one that stands out. We can we can switch it that way. I like okay. I like when uh when Daniel arrived to Okinawa, and Chosen's there and he's shaking his hand. He's, you already know this dude's gonna he's gonna mess. We already know Chosen's gonna mess with <laughs> Daniel's ass already. You just know. So yeah. that stands out to me. But a lot of stuff, man. I, um, but right now, just at the top of my head, that stands out to me. What about you? For me, it's the cliff, man. And it's only because what happens next after that. You know what happens. The bike. Yes. He's slamming the bike against the wall, bro. Like, like it's the bike's fault. Exactly. <laughs> and uh, you know what? Um, and I think we kind of talked about this um, just offline, yeah. you know, just me and you, yeah. you know, jokingly. We we know that wasn't Ralph Macchio who did that yeah, no, that no, no stunt, yeah. but it was a give it credit, man. It was a perfect one eighty circle. <laughs> you got jacked up, man. Yeah, man. Jacked I think up. if that was for real, somebody would really yeah, got broken neck or something, man. <laughs> yeah. For sure. For but sure. yeah, that that's my favorite. That's of the your favorite one, scenes. really. Uh, out of the, yeah, that's the one that stands out. But again, it's mainly because of what happens afterwards. Okay. With the bike. <laughs> okay. Yeah, out of those two, for sure. Out of, like, you know, um, Johnny and Chosen, you know, basically bullying Daniel or messing with Daniel. But uh, I think my favorite all-time moment of Daniel getting punked, you know, I guess we can say that, right, is uh, is Dutch, man. Oh, Dutch. Yeah, that's, that's, that's my favorite, dude. Like, in the, that's, you know, when they're in the dressing room, what's the matter, you know? Little Mommy, Daniel. here to dress you? <laughs> yeah, I love that, man. So, anyways, but... Uh, love that scene as well, man. You know, Dan, uh, Johnny shows up with his with his stubby Coors Light. So drinking in public, bro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's drinking in public, <laughs> and so he's got his Coors Light, man. And yeah, like I, like you said, man, they're just trying to do outdo each other, man. And uh, I love it. Like I mean, you you hit the nail 
on the head perfectly, man. They're they're trying to one up each other about what they've done, but then they're like, all right, you know, this guy, he's he's cool, right? He's it's cool, you know, this is what he does. He really cares about people, and so let's let's go, right? They don't say this, but they're like, all right, let's let's go ahead and help him. That's that's what we're here to do, right? We're gonna you know get revenge for what Silver did. <laughs> All right, man. So I'm gonna go to another quick scene. Um, yeah, a lot, a lot of quick scenes here. But Crease just being upset, and again, this this is all for the setup, right? And so he's upset with the recommendation. Doesn't get early released, and basically, I didn't mention this earlier when I was talking about um, the scene with Crease. Um, but he, there's a scene where he's talking to the counselor, and he's trying to be sweet to her, and and she's even saying, you know, are you trying to sweet talk me? And he's like, no, and. Anyways, but he is, right? Because he wants to get out for early release. And so she's like, she can see right through it, right? So she's like, John, cut the crap. And so, and she's like, if you're ready to talk, which is going to lead to a badass scene. Yes. Um, if you're ready to talk, we can talk tomorrow morning. And so she walks out, does a little badge thing, and walks out. Now, when we saw it the first time, you just see that scene and you're like, all right, she's just doing the badge but why is the camera panning on Crease? Yep. Well, we know how this story ends. Yes, and so it's just smart, right? Like, again, when we see it the first time, we're like, all right, whatever. She's just walking out and it pans on Crease. But now that scene has significance, not just for the scene that's coming up in the counseling session between her and Crease, but because at that moment, Crease gets an idea, right? right. So. Are you like me? You didn't you didn't really pay much attention to it the first time you saw it. Yeah, absolutely. Like I didn't. I I noticed like there was a focus. Yeah, yeah. On it, and I didn't pay much attention to it. But uh, like you said, we know the ending. We know why it yeah, has significance. Exactly. And you know what? That's props to the big three, man. Because um, you know what? They gave us a little Easter egg, and we didn't even exactly. <laughs> we didn't even notice until long, the end. Long term booking, man. Long term yeah. booking. All right, brother. Where are you going to next? Again, I just. Quick scenes, man. But yeah, where absolutely. are you going to next? I was gonna go to one of one of the important scenes, but uh, I didn't know if you wanted if there was one of the scenes that I'm betting that we're that we both like. Okay. I was gonna go to that one. You cut. Which one? Which one? Let's just let's just throw it out there. Which one are you talking about? The the one you just briefly mentioned oh, about the counseling the session. Counseling session. Okay. That's the one I was gonna go to next. Okay. So I didn't know if there was something else you wanted to. Before we go into that, one? yeah. Okay. That. Let, let me go into this one real quick too. So another quick scene, and this is Sensei. I put Sensei Kim not for the BS. You know, she's uh, we see. You know, she's pushing Tori. When I mean pushing, not physically, but more like, kind of drink bringing out the best in her or trying to bring out the best in her. So she's like definitely brought the intensity, the intensity. Right. And so she's pushing Tori, um, bring, trying to bring out the, the intensity from Tori and Tori's kicking Devin's ass, you know? And so that's the way of the fist. And so we see sensei Kim and how, um, I want to say mean which means not the word, but I guess she's just really, oh man, what is the word? Look at that. I'm like going blank. We see how she's, um, the no mercy. There we go. Because she's like, I said harder, right? So she's got the stick and right. you know, or whatever. And, and she hits she hits Tori with the stick, right? And she's like, I said harder, right? And so, uh, yeah, I, I just put that out because, okay. And that's crazy, right? It's, so it's very ironic because I'm like, I don't like Sensei Kim. And here I am giving her props. But I don't know. I, I, I like that. So, again, it, I don't think it's it's 
I, I don't know. I'm just mixed about Kim. I guess there's certain things I like about her, certain things that I don't. But I did like that part, man. So I know you didn't have that because I know what scene you're going into the next, the counseling scene. Yes. But uh, what did you think about that scene? Just seeing Sensei Kim, like you said, bringing out the intensity in Tori. Yeah, you know, she basically <clears throat> is pouring in the values and the way of the fist. You know, she has this little monologue uh, where she says you don't hold back, you don't go easy, and, you know, you don't accept defeat, you don't surrender, you fight as today is your last. Mm-hmm. And so that's really what stands out to me in that scene, but I just figured it was it was just too little. No, <laughs> so no, I didn't no it's cool. I, it no, say that again, though, what she said? She said, um, we do not accept defeat, we do not accept surrender, and fight fight today as if, or fight as if today is your last. Okay, so that's what I'm talking about. See, that's, it's very no mercy ish, <laughs> no mercy ish. That's not even a word, but we're gonna we're gonna pretend it's a word. Uh, so yeah, we see the I guess the origin philosophy of Cobra Kai because like I said, when she hits Tori right and she's bringing out that intensity, it's, it's really no mercy. Like I said, harder, like hit her harder. You right. Know what I'm saying why are you giving up? It's like don't be a punk. Like hit her harder. So, and I like what you just said right now. What she said. So that's good. So, yeah, I had to point that out, man, because I did like that because again, it's it's serving the the bigger purpose that we're going to see later on right. about what she was trying to do with Tori. All right. I think it's time. I think it's time. I think it's time that we go into the counseling session. Absolutely. Crease, what do you want me to do? <laughs> Cry into a tissue? Take us away. I like that. <laughs> yeah. He was sulking like a little child <laughs> or something like that. It's, it's a badass season. Let's it, go. it really is, yeah. man. And I'm not even going to do it justice the way I'm going to talk about it because, you know, I'm a visual person. So yeah. you, I highly encourage anyone to see it. And so, so basically, like we said, Crease is in therapy. His plan of being a good soldier didn't work out. So, um, the doc, again, props is trying to get him to open up, mm-hmm. basically peel the layers of what's, you know, what's wrong. For sure. And, um, you know, she empathizes and, uh, Basically, he's just trying to find out what's wrong. Why? She she gives him a question. It's like, why are you here? Yeah. You know, answer that. Increase kind of struggles. And, um, you know, she says, you weren't a violent person before. What happened in your past? And then, of course, the way the camera pans and the way it's being shot, you see voices and people of his past. I think the first one that comes out is Betsy. You know, Crease explains that he lost someone, the love of his life, which is yeah. basically her. And then uh, as the camera continues to circle, Crease uh, opens up uh, and next is Captain Turner. I'm sorry, Captain Turner. And, you know, uh, basically to sum it up, Captain Turner, which is basically the doc saying that that violence that he experienced in Vietnam followed him home, followed mm-hmm. him home. And, uh, you know, he gets angry and that he mentions that he, you know, wanted his students to make them feel strong. You know, Chris has had enough. He tries to exit out. But then the next thing you hear, you hear a familiar voice. It's Terry Silver. And he's like, who are you angry at? Mm. You know, again, this is yeah. the power of therapy that's going on here. Yeah. And he's like, you did this to yourself. Chris is denying. He's like, I did nothing wrong. But then you see Tori and he's like, don't be ridiculous. None of it is my fault. I did nothing wrong. So you don't feel any regret? Regret? Tell me, what exactly am I supposed to feel regret for? The 
people you've hurt. I wasn't trying to hurt anyone. He's in denial, mm-hmm. you know. And then here's the one that stands out. And <laughs> and um, so then we see young Johnny, the Karate Kid Part 1 Johnny, yeah. which, well job, man. Well job to the, or good job to the, well, the big CGI. three, man, to yeah. the CGI, the Pretty way sure. that they, I mean, it, it totally looked like Johnny mm-hmm. back in the no day. Doubt. No doubt. And so young Johnny basically says, the people you've hurt, you know. Do you not regret the people you've hurt? But again, Crease is still in denial, saying, I didn't hurt anyone. I wasn't trying to hurt anybody. Uh, he just wanted his students to be like him. Uh, no, that's what the, Johnny said that. Johnny, Johnny said you said wanted like, them all to be, be like, like you. you. That's then, right. And then Crease brings it. Yeah, and then then it's present day Johnny. You yeah. know, you see that. Um, and then it comes back to the doc. And the doc kind of gives him a little speech saying, you can be better than the person you become. Yeah. Basically means you can change. Yeah. That's what I got from that. And, you know, it's locked inside somewhere deep. And this is my favorite part. When young Crease comes out and tells him, you just have to find him. Okay. You know, I just thought it was an awesome scene. Well shot, power of therapy. You peel back the layers to help John Crease realize what he's doing is wrong. (laughs) What he did is wrong, you know. Even though he may not believe it, but, you know, you you have to change. You have to admit what you you have to be accountable for what you did wrong, even though you don't see it that way. Yeah. So, yeah. and um, the only thing I was going to ask you is, did anything stand out specifically from that scene? Oh yeah, for sure. I, I got a lot. I got a lot. So <laughs> let's let's go with the therapy. Um, just kind of um, the therapy foundation, right? So. He talks about she wants to know, okay, what would happen, right? So you want to get to the root cause of things. And he says, I lost someone. And and if you think about that's, you know, losing someone, man, you know, whether it's the love of your life or whether it's a parent, whether it's a child, you know, God forbid. But that just scars you, man. It scars you for life. And it, it you know, and if you don't grieve or or get the help that you need, you know, you may do decisions that you will let a regret. Uh, so that's how it kind of goes into regret, right? And he's like, look, I lost the love of my life. Um, and then he says, but it was war. You know, he's like, I don't, you know, I don't care what those hippies. And you, right, you know, like he yeah. said that, like, I don't care what those hippies, like I had to do what I had to do. So that's to be strong. And it's like, okay, you know, I lose someone. And in that moment, it's like, I have to be strong. I can't let this, this pain, this hurt get the best of me. So you see the, the cycle of recovery, I guess, um, of just therapy, you know, cause it's like, all right, let me, let's deal with what the issue is. And then, Let's talk about the choices you made. So I like it like that. And I'm barely just seeing it like that, uh, even though I wrote stuff down. But as you were talking about therapy, I was like, all right, well, yeah, you, you, you find the root cause. You find out the decisions you made and then how it's affected other people. Right. Thank and then you, you can see yourself. Yeah. That. And then you get to yourself. So uh, I love when it said, like, well, I've had enough of this and, and all I want to do is take the anger. And they feel, I wanted them to take the anger they feel and turn it into power. And that's when you know, Terry comes in and says, is that really what you wanted to do? So, and then the Tory, what am, what am, what exactly am I supposed to feel regret for? Like you said, he's not taking ownership. And so again, that's another, you know, just, you know, uh, important piece of, you know, counseling therapy is like, are you got to take accountability for Can't move things? Forward until you yeah, do. for sure. So, um, but I, this is what stood out to me. You know, Johnny told him, Hey, you wanted them all to be like you. He's like, no, 
I wanted them all to be better than me. Mm-hmm. And I love that. And that yep. stands out to me because, you know, I've been in education for, man, 20, 20 plus years, man. And I've always told my students, you know, that I want them to be better than me. I have a daughter. I tell her I want her to be better than me. I want her to, you know, it's not even material things. It's just to to, to achieve more than me, you know. And, and so I love that because, again, that resonates with me, you know, the, the desire to want that. And then, as you said, you have to find them. So young Greece says you have to find them. And so the good person, right? And so I thought about, I'm sure you've heard this story. So there's this, and it's, I'm going to quickly, you know, I'm not going to belabor it, but there's this story about the two wolves, right, inside you. We all have two wolves, right? right. The good wolf, the bad wolf, and who wins? You know, so again, without belaboring that story, who wins? It's the one you feed the most. Right. So we have the good wolf, we have the bad wolf. Well, who wins? Well, it's the one who feeds one, the, the most. The one you feed the most. And so, yeah, you know, and so that stood out to me because, yeah, he does have to find them. But as long as you keep living in denial, you're never going to find that. But once you start realizing, oh, I am good, and you start speaking that, well, that one starts winning, man. So, hell yeah, man. Great, great scene. Great yeah. scene. So. Uh, yeah, getting some therapy out there, man. <laughs> All right, brother. So I'm going to go to the next scene. Uh, obviously, Chosen Taguchi. Chosen Taguchi. And they, they arrive, man. I just love that, right? They they get there. They want to handle business. And yeah, the, the sensei with the blonde hair, right? I, I forgot his name, brother. Um, but he's like, what are you doing here? You know, and he's like, it's closed or something. And I like what Johnny says. We're not here to take a lesson. We're here to teach you one, right? And so that was just, that was just badass, right? And like, it was just good. It was just good. So they start fighting, man, and great, great scene, man. What did you think? And then obviously, Sensei Kim comes out, and, and I like this too for the comedy aspect of it. And so she automatically knows that's chosen Taguchi. And it's like she has like a scouting report on them or something. Right, I don't know, yeah. man. And then I like this. So she says, chosen Taguchi. And oh, Daniel LaRusso has healed from his injuries. And, and Johnny just gets upset. He's like, I'm not Daniel. It's like, what the hell? I'm not Daniel LaRusso. I look I'm nothing look- like him. Exactly. And so it was just good. It was just good. And they don't fight, though, because, you know, there comes chosen, right, with the, I guess, the the wisdom. He's like, no, too much advantage. Their dojo. Something that, uh. Uh, Mr. Miyagi said, right? Yeah, connection too, from part one. Part one, too much advantage there, yeah, Dojo. But dojo. I like that scene, man. Great scene. I will say this, and I know how we always talk about back to the writer's room, uh, things that we would have done differently. So I'm just going to do it right now. I would have liked to see jo- Johnny and Chosen throw down. I would have wanted to see them fight more. You know, they really didn't fight. Like, I wanted to see, like, yo, just, just take on these guys. Like, let's just see some action. Yeah. But that didn't happen, man. So... Uh, I guess it's, you know, setting us up, you know, again, I've said this earlier in this podcast, long-term booking, but back to this writer's room, I would have wanted to see Johnny and Chosen, you know, at least two more minutes on some fights. What do you think? Yeah, no, absolutely. I like the fight choreography. I had the scene down. I love the fight choreography, Johnny and Chosen fighting together. Um, Yeah, I would have liked to see more fighting. That's definitely... um, it's Sensei Odell to get his ass kicked. Just one time in the face. Do something, you know? <laughs> yeah. Or even Sensei Kim, too. Just yeah. throw a little... Well, we know. We know about that. You yeah. Know, we know, yeah. I mean, that's what I would have loved to see him a little bit more. But, um, but yeah, it was a great scene. A um, lot, couple of connections, which you pointed out. Uh, didn't... Uh, wasn't the other one chosen said, we have a message for Silver? And, like, we have a message for Silver, and that's something that... Um, remember what chosen... Sato has chosen to deliver a message to Miyagi. How do you think about that? <laughs> really? I just caught that one. And I wrote that down, but um, coward, coward. Yeah, coward. <laughs> Great scene, man. Yeah, overall. love it. Yeah. Awesome. 
right, where are you going? I call it the dynamic duo. That's what I had that one down. Yeah, I just you know what? It was dope. Just wish they would have fought a little bit more. Yeah. So uh, the next one I'm going to, uh, I called it Hey Sensei, and this is where it's lunchtime with Walk with Elias. He okay, visits okay. Crease in All the right. cell, and Crease, you know, is non-responsive to his orders. But then before you know it, um, Walk with Elias just decks him, man. Yeah, decks yeah. him, laying. again, abuse to the elderly. Abuse to the elderly, bro. <laughs> and wasn't the uh, guards just right there? I mean, again, <laughs> this is prison rules, you know, so... God knows what those are. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm telling but, you. But uh, I like how they shot it, though, when, uh, you know, after Crease gets decked, who arises? Young Crease. Yeah, for sure. And uh, it may seem a little, I mean, some could argue that it's a little far fetched. Okay. You know, far fetched. But yeah. overall, it's still a good scene. And it kind of plays off the therapy scene. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Bring out the. Um, that inner person, that inner, inner fighter. Inner, yeah, it's kind of like the young lion coming out okay. Uh, okay. inside you. And uh, so basically, Young Crease just pretty much takes out uh, Walk with Elias and the entire crew. The whole cell block is watching. And by the end of it, you know, they're chanting, Sensei, Sensei, yeah. kind of like Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> For real. <laughs> From Bloodsport. Yeah. And then he picks up, you know, Elias and pretty much tells him, Next time you're going to give me my Jello cup. So, um, and he does, Crease uh, has this line that where, he's, where he tells him, Do you have a problem with that? And then Walk with Elias says, No, Sensei. You know, isn't that a connection from Paul yeah, 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 that well, that's, is. That's Crease's calling card, right? Yeah, that's Crease's calling yeah. card, absolutely. So uh, just a good, quick scene overall. You know, I thought it tied into the therapy scene. And no matter how old you get, there's still you, you you can still be young at heart, man. That okay. lion inside. Lion, lion heart. There you oh, go. Lion one. heart inside of you, man. So. Jean-Claude Van Damme, baby. Yeah. All right, for those, who know, those of you who don't know, Walk With Elias is a former WWE wrestler. Uh, and so that's who Jose is referring to. So, yeah, Google uh, Walk With Elias and then look back and look at whatever this guy's name was in episode six that was bully increased. But, yeah, man, I had it down, too. Um, I just put Crease kicks ass, you know, and so uh, and I'm not going to go back and talk about how they treat the elderly because, again, we already talked about that. But had it down as well. And, and my blood in, blood out connection, you know, you're going to give me your jello. <laughs> and it's, um, uh, was it Montana? Like, I don't want his chop. I want his life. <laughs> I want his I life. Just, yeah. Throw that in there. All right, man. I'm going to go to this scene. Um, and it's them at the at the house. So it's the Johnny talking about the international ringers, right? And talk about we still think we could have taken them. So again, now it's chosen Johnny. They're back at the LaRusso household. And he's just, they're, they're, they're wanting to, um, they're wanting to just, um, you know what? Scratch that. I skipped this one. Okay. Okay. Let me, you know what? Three, two, one. All right. So I'm going to go back to, and, and you talked about not liking Kyler, but you skipped the snake bites or fire. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to go back to that, man, uh, because we see Devin, my girl Devin, and she walks in and, you know, obviously Tori's kind of surprised and she's like, look, I only lose if I give up. So another, another, you know, just great line from Devin Lee. And then, you know, obviously Silver's happy to have her there, you know, cause Devin kicks ass, you know? And so he's like, Hey, I'll make sure to give you a key card or whatever after hours training. So right. look at this, like this dude has a 24 hour karate fitness place, man. So the flagship dojo, right? Right. But then I like this, you know, uh, you know, Tori felt that she failed the test and like the test was not for her. It was for you, how much strength you have in your heart 
to accomplish what you need to do. And so I love that, man, because they said this, something greater than you could ever imagine. And I feel like, you know, in life, and we've been we've been talking about this a lot, you know, in this in this podcast, you get tested, man. You get tested in life, you know, with things that you go through, you know, losses that you've that you've had. You know, you and I have had losses in these last couple of years, man. But you get tested to see how much strength you really have. Mm-hmm. And so when when she tells her that, and it's, that's what I thought. Like I wrote that down. Like you get tested to see how much strength you have to accomplish what you need to do. Because you know what? Well, there's 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 a purpose out there. As, as cliche as that sounds, but sometimes like you'll never a- achieve that purpose unless you get hurt so that hurt can bring out the best in you <laughs> as jacked up as that is right? Like, right why do i have to go through that well like you if that's you how you grow yeah if you didn't go through that you'd never know what's inside you so exactly. I, that's how i looked at it as that like you know everything you know tori's going through with her mom with you know her feeling that you know she didn't pass the test it's like nah we're just we're just trying to bring out the best in you so uh, you skipped over that, but did you have that down? Did you have any notes about that? No, I didn't, man, because I guess maybe I got uh, thrown off by Kyler. Being snake bites are fire. <laughs> yeah, snake bites are fire. Yeah. They're like, crap. Yeah, whack, <laughs> whack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, after the, after the Hey Sensei, I, I, I went straight to the final scene. Did you? Okay. Yeah, so, so you didn't, you you didn't have the, yeah, I did. I had the, the International Ringers. Uh, so that's when uh, Chosen and, and Johnny are back at the Liverpool household, and they're just talking about, you know, Silver has his international ringers or whatnot. And, and Johnny's still like, look, I think we could have taken them. Here's why I put that scene down. Obviously, there's a comedy. Like, just give me a pair of nunchucks. It's lights out. But I like that Sam brought the Miyagi wisdom. And so she's just listening. She's like, I never thought that I would fight again. But Mr. Miyagi taught us, you know, X, Y, Z. Right. So I like that. And this is what she said. She's like, this is a fight we can't walk away from. So I was like, all right, all right, Sam, bring some Yagi wisdom, which is going to lead to the final the scene. scene. Yeah. Right, so go ahead and take us there. Absolutely. So the final scene, this is where, you know, Amanda kind of, you know, tricks Daniel and takes him to the Miyagi Do, Miyagi's okay. house, you know, uh, more specifically into Mr. Miyagi's room. Yeah. Because, you know, Daniel's hurting. He wants Daniel to, um, you know, jump back in and. Join. You know what she said? What she said, I want you to heal. I want you to heal. I yes. love that, bro. That's a good woman, right there. Yeah, major a woman, props. Who, a woman who wants you to heal. I like that. Uh, she Give cares me a about like you. that. I like yeah, that. She cares, even though you, you need know, a woman like that wants me to heal. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, my bad, bro. No, no, no. You know what? That that's absolutely true, man. You know what? She's there to support him in a low moment. So, yeah. um, you know, major props. Okay. You know, it may seem small, but it's really huge no it is it's just even saying that i want you to heal as opposed to like get your ass up or talking to you in a negative way like right why are you still soaking like you know like no like i want you to heal exactly ah see yeah look at that it's kind of like you know you know like yeah we're we're human we're allowed to be have some type of emotion i guess you want somebody to be supportive and not like hey What's wrong with you? Get up. Like, stop being a punk. Like, you don't right, want to. Yeah. You want somebody like, no, nah, hey, I want you to heal. Exactly. And I'm going to help you heal more than that. There mm-hmm. we go. It's a good woman right there. <laughs> you mean a man. All right, go ahead, man. Yeah, no, no worries. You know what? Uh, shout out to Courtney, you know, because yeah. um, uh, she was in, just a quick little story. And okay. I, and I, no, you're good. You're good. And, uh, you know, we follow most of the the cast on, on Instagram, on no. social media, no, but Instagram specifically. And, um, in case Courtney's ever listening, <laughs> you know, I'm the one who gave her a shout out when she was in London at the uh, Chelsea football oh, match. Nice. And, um, 
you know, she she actually liked my my comment. So, Did she? Oh, okay. Yeah, give it yeah. up. Give it up, Cordy. Hey, we love that Chelsea. Yeah, <laughs> Jose's a diehard Chelsea fan. <laughs> exactly. So you know, she. I mean, I'm sure she gets thousands of comments. Yeah, you but, never know, though, man. Yeah, but she took time to like it, hey, so, which meant that she read this, it. Here's so. the thing, though, bro. Like people, like there, we don't we don't know who listens to us unless people tell us, right? And people have obviously they'll they'll email us or send us messages on. Instagram, you know, in Twitter or, or X, right? Formerly known as Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we do get stats, right? We've talked about this before. And there's and they listen to us, like, from Hollywood, right? They'll they'll give us the cities. Like, so the stats tells us what cities, you know, people are listening to us from. So Hollywood, um, Atlanta, where they film. So right. you never know, man. Maybe there's producers listening to us, you know. So, hey, producers, if y'all listening, you know, Cobra Kai producers, if you're listening to us, make sure to, yeah, tell, tell uh, Courtney that. We love her work, man. So, yeah. And that Jose, he's the <laughs> one that put that comment about Chelsea. So, yeah. yeah. Spread the word. Exactly. But, yeah, just quick story. I had yeah. to, you know, no, say, that's cool, man. That's bring cool. it out. But uh, back to the scene. So, yeah, like you mentioned, she, she, she knows Daniel's hurting. She wants him to heal. And, you know, Daniel's kind of, you know, in awe because... Apparently, he's never been into Miyagi's room. Okay. Probably since, since he's mis- passed away. Since he's passed away. Mm-hmm. And when he's in there, you know, and you see, you know, the bonsai tree, the scissors that he used, Mr. Miyagi's, or Mrs. Miyagi's picture, uh, the paint the house. I that one that. stood that out a like, lot. I yeah. love that. Yeah. I love that. That one looked like it was just like yesterday. Yeah, the one that, you, that, you was, that was dope, yeah. <laughs> And then Amanda shares a story about how she came to see Mr. Miyagi before their wedding. You know, there they some had sake. talk, see, sake. or yeah, some tea with some sake. The night before we got married, I was so nervous. We talked about you. He loved you so much, Daniel. In life, always easier to hide head in sand. You could be a bit of a handful sometimes, but you would always fight for what you believed in and what I believe in now. Standing up to Terry Silver. It means the world to me, Amanda. Basically told him that, you know, he could be a handful, but that he always fought for what he believed in. Yeah. You know, and, and you know what? As much as we rag on Daniel, you know, we do have to give him credit for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah his character. Yeah, know, yeah, for sure, for sure. Always fights what he believes in. And um, next thing you know, Daniel's still kind of. No, nah, hold on, bro. Hold on. Well, I'm going to let you go there. I'm cutting you off. I feel like I'm just Kanye West right now. I just cutting you off. But before we get to to that part, I, sure. I, I have a question to ask you. Number one, um, you, you you said right that Daniel fights for fights for what he believes in, and I like I love what she said. And here's why I, I stopped you because she said there was nothing you believed in more than your family and friends, right? And it's the right thing to do for you, for me, for our family. So she's like, look, I need you to fight, you know. Um, and so at that moment, man. Stand up to silver, I think. Yeah, was. yeah, yeah. It's the right thing to do for you, for me, for our family. So at that moment, man, you know, uh, we love Rocky, bro. We love Rocky. And so we love, you know, when Adrian, you know, has, yeah, tells Rocky, has all these speeches. So did Amanda earn Adrian's status with this speech? And for the listeners out there, Adrian's status means this. When a woman gives her man a speech, and Adrian is from Rocky, when a woman gives her man a speech that inspires him to go kick some ass. So did Amanda earn Adrian's status? Is, is she up there like, yo, those top ride or die women? I'm, I'm going to go with yes. Yeah. Man. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. man. Because there's nothing like the support of your, your partner, your best friend. Man. No doubt. You have that. 
I mean, you can top and accomplish anything. That's just yeah. my opinion. Yeah. You know, <laughs> for sure. So, but no, I had to throw that out there, man, because yeah. again, she's like you said, from the get go, she wants him to heal. We already talked about that. Mm-hmm. And then she's telling him like, look, she tells him that story. You know, hey, Miyagi loved you. You know, to come back. Like, look, this is what you need to do. You believe in your family, your friends. Then let's go ahead and, and, and take care of what we got to do. So Daniel still, still though, right? Doesn't believe in himself. Go ahead Has and doubts, take his, yeah. fears failure. Uh, he thinks that things might get worse. But then Robbie appears and tells, tells him that you didn't fail me, that, you, he, you know, you can't give up. Um, Sam says, you know, not everyone has someone like you, which mm-hmm. that when your child tells you that, that's, that's that is dumb. Uh, you know, I didn't even dumb. think about that till right now. You made me <laughs> yeah. tear up right now, man. <laughs> she <laughs> said, Dad, you protect us, you teach us. Yeah, exactly. That's tight, that's tight. And it's time for all of us to join this fight. Basically, they're there to back him up. They're yeah, like, look, good. you're not on your own anymore. We got you. That's good. Yeah. You know what else is good? Um, When when Robbie said, you know what? You gave me a job. You gave me a home. Mm -hmm. And you gave me a purpose. Man, that's the greatest thing you can do for your kids, man. Exactly, You know, for people you serve is to give them a purpose to feel like, yo. Because when you have a purpose, you feel like you matter. Yeah. You know, so Daniel made Robbie feel like, hey, you matter. Because remember, if we're going to take it back from season one, Robbie was out there like hustling, stealing. He felt like he didn't have a purpose. You know, his mom was an alcoholic. Johnny wasn't even a part of his life. So this kid was basically raising himself, man. Yeah. And so I guarantee you, he felt like he didn't have a purpose. And so, dang, dude, as much as we rag on Daniel, we love Daniel. Don't get yeah. us wrong. But he does do some good stuff. And that's that's evidence right there when, when somebody can say, hey, you know, um, you gave me a purpose. I like that, man. And yeah. then, like you said, you know, you know, we need to stop Cobra Kai, but we can't do it without you. Exactly. Sensei. He says sensei. <laughs> yeah. And he said, and basically tells it, gives them the question, will you fight? Yeah. And then next thing you know, they take him out to the yeah, dojo. Yeah. yeah. Everybody's there waiting, ready to back him up. They bow to him to show him respect because yeah. he's a sensei. And then Chosen, and he looks at Chosen and Johnny. They give him the nod. Basically, he's like, I'm with you. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So it's just a perfect way to end this episode. Very emotional, very inspiring. I like how they incorporated Mr. Miyagi. Yeah, yeah. Dope. Dope. You know, we always yeah, love when they do that. Yeah, for sure. you know, even though he's not no longer with us, man, mm-hmm. the show still, you know, has a part of him. Yeah, I got something for that though. Yeah, it's coming a little bit. So you know, it's just family friends are there to, to help him fight, to help, to help him fight. fight. You know, fight through himself, through his own issues, his issues of fear, and fight. Obviously, a real fight, right? right. To, to take back the. <laughs> Take back the valley. They're there to pick him up when yeah, he's down. That's awesome. Even yeah. Bert. Bert. I felt like saying that. Like I felt like yeah, we hadn't seen Bert in a while. Even Bert was bowing, man. Yeah. That was yeah, it was a great scene, man. They were all working together. Um, yeah, you know what, man? I, I'm sorry, I, I'm going back to this, but you just mentioned it, Sam, when she said that, Dad, you protect us and you teach us. We need you. Like, yeah, dude, man, I felt like I'm about to call my daughter as soon as we get off, man. Like, yo, I just want to hear that from my daughter. Like, dad, you protect, yeah, you protect me, you teach me. And that's that's what you want to hear. You want to hear that. You've made a difference, man. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I, I feel like the older we get, we know this, man. Like, you just want to know that your life mattered. That's how I feel. I want to know my life mattered, man. You know, so, uh, yeah, not to get sentimental. But, yeah, yeah, man, I, I love, yeah, I love how you broke that down, man. So I got nothing more to add to that. It's awesome. Get, gets us ready. For, for the next episode, man. But I do I do have something, obviously, when we get into our categories. But, yeah, dude, love it. Amanda, Adrian status, win. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> All right, brother. So now we're going to wrap it up with our categories, man. Anything else 
Or are you ready to go to the categories? No, we can go ahead and jump let's to the categories. Let's go. Let's go. Let's All right. So our running back scene, running back scene is basically our rewatchable scene, right? The scene we can go back on YouTube and just keep watching over and over again. I think I think you and I are going to have the same one, but go ahead and get us started. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I, I wrote down the Johnny and Chosen tag team fight. Just the because fight? Of, yeah, the fight. Okay. That's the one I wrote down. Okay. I wrote down their exchanges trying to one up each other. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Just and then talking, yeah. you know, it's just because it was funny and it was cool and it takes back takes us back to what we love. Right. It takes us back to why we're still, you know, we're still enamored with this, you know, movie, you know, universe that came out in the eighties, man. Eighty four. And man, why we're years. taking time out on a Monday night to do a podcast because of what we love. We love Karate Kid Part One. We love the cliff. We'll still laugh about that, right? right? We love, I mean, remember when we went to L.A.? What, what are the things we wanted to do? We wanted to go see where Karate Kid was filmed. like Coffin So, that, yeah, man, that's why that's why I put it, because it takes us takes me back to the things we love. We love part two. Why do we love part two? Because Chosen. Chosen, he, yeah. He bullied Daniel, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. It was, that's the theme, right? Yeah, man. All right, brother. What's your uh, favorite quote or dialogue exchange? For me, it's one of the ones they mentioned in the therapy section uh, session. It's where um, it's towards the end where they tell Crease, I know you can be the better person, better than the person you've become. He's locked inside of you somewhere deep. And then young Crease, you just have to find him. That's tight, bro. I like, I like that. that, one. that that's my favorite. That's good. You know episode. what? That's good. I had uh, I only lose if I give up. Yeah, that's a good one, too. You know what I'm saying? Hey, so those people out there need something for your yearbook. Just put that. I only lose if I give up. That's <laughs> right. You only lose if you give up. All right, man. Back to the writer's room. So back to the writer's room is, hey, if you were a writer, you know, if you're a writer on the show, how would you, what would you do differently? What would you write differently? So what would you do differently in this episode? Uh, what I would have done differently is I, I would have loved, I know Sensei Kim, and we've talked about her <laughs> a lot this yeah. um, this episode, I would have loved to see her demonstrate some type of fighting and to go along with the intensity that she brought and the arrogance, I guess, even though I wasn't a fan of it. But especially during the tag team fight with, uh, you know, Chosen and Johnny and the blonde hair sensei, I would have loved her to throw a few kicks or something. I don't you're know. You're right. You're right. Yeah, for sure. Just kind of show her like, yo, I got this. I can... I can kick ass. Like, I, right. can, I can hang with the boys. Right? Exactly. Cause because she's the grandmaster, right? Exactly. Apparently. Yeah. And, you know, and obviously there's always this, you know, I'm, I'm not trying to be sexist out there, but there's always this thought that men are better fighters or whatever. So at that point, she could have proved, like, yo, I can hang. I can hang with this dude. I can hang right. with Chosen Taguchi. I can hang with uh, the blonde haired Daniel LaRusso. You know what I'm saying? So this is what I would have done. I, re- I, re- I really. <laughs> there's the rust. It's all good. I already mentioned um, that I would have wanted them to fight, you know, a little bit more. Uh, but here's another back to the writers' room, and let me know what you think about this one. Mm-hmm. So we see that beautiful paint the house, you know, and just you know going back to Miyagi. But I would have liked to, you know, because they use flashbacks. Yeah. So I would have liked to have seen the flashback to when Miyagi and Daniel were bonding when Miyagi was drunk. Oh. Okay. That would have been cool, man. You know, maybe even had the bed. Yes. Right? Yeah. yeah, the bed, you know, and mm-hmm. just him kind of remembering. Because, you know, man, when you're in that that thought, man, and you start remembering, like, that would have been cool just to see that. Because that's one of my favorite scenes from 
Karate Part One when Miyagi and Daniel Bond and Miyagi's drunk and he's telling about his wife, but yeah. maybe even seeing the paper and it kind of like like just yeah. busts back. That would have been cool. Or the metal at least. Yeah, 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 for sure. So that's what I would have done. What do you think? Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, I mean, there was. I guess there were so many choices for the big three to yeah. incorporate, but yeah. you know what? Um, it, those were the ones that they picked out were okay. Yeah, they, no, they, no, they were good. They were good. I'm just saying that would have taken like, oh man, yeah. remember that scene? That was exactly. You know? yeah. And especially for the people who, because let's be honest, there's probably people who have watched Cobra Kai who probably haven't even watched Karate Kid Part One. Let's right. just be real, you know. But no, nah, man, you're doing yourself a disservice. Like there'd be no Cobra Kai without Karate Kid Part Absolutely. One. Absolutely. So for sure. All right, man. CK3 or CK3 is our most valuable three characters from this episode. So CK. Three. Who you got? I got Silver, Devin, and initially I had Crease, but you know what? After our conversation, I'm going to put Amanda in there. <laughs> yeah, I was just thinking you were going to say that. Yeah. Okay, okay. Why Silver, man? I mean, yeah, you love Silver, but why Silver? Again, it's just the alpha in him. Okay. The confidence yeah. and, uh, you know, yeah, just mainly that. Okay. <laughs> really, because he just, uh, he walks with the type of Swagger. He does have some swag, for you sure. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. So, so I had Devin, so we're, we're good with Devin there. I had Chosen, man. Yeah, Chosen. Uh, yeah, yeah, Chosen. And to be honest, it could have been Chosen and, and Johnny just together. And then I had Amanda, yeah. So Amanda, Courtney, this is, the, you know, we're, we're going to title this the Courtney episode. Right. Yeah, yeah now Amanda for sure, because she earned Adrian's status here. So Devin, Chosen, and Amanda. All right. All Valley Trophy. So we we rate episodes based on the All Valley Trophy, zero to five. And let me go ahead and just say it first because initially, even in my notes, I have three point seven five. But after talking about it with you, man, and again, this is our first podcast that we've done in months, mm-hmm. and this is the first podcast we've done face to face. I'm gonna up it. I'm gonna go to four, not necessarily four point two five, just a four. I'm gonna up it from a three point seven five to a four. But what do you got? I got four point two five. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I liked the episode. It was it was good. Um, just like I said, too much Kyler. <laughs> I go back to <laughs> I that. Enough, Kyler. <laughs> you need to talk about him. I, you know what? I guess I was just yeah. I didn't want to be too much of a hater, but since they came, but yeah, I think there could have been a little bit more with the fighting. Yeah. I think you put some fighting. It, it turns into a, 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 more, a more better episode, but great episode nonetheless. Oh, yeah. Hi, right, brother. Do you have any anything else to say? We're back, man. We recorded this, and we'll be back to finish it off. But anything else to say before we get out of this podcast episode? Well, just to close, man, thank you to everyone who listens to us, man. We really appreciate it, and... Just wishing everyone a happy new year in 2024, man. The best is yet to come. That's what I always say. For sure, for sure. No, we definitely appreciate you guys uh, listening to our podcast. So if this is your first time, hey, welcome, welcome. Thank you so much. And yeah, we're going to finish this up. I've been telling Jose we're going to finish the fight, and it's just a matter of doing it. So again, thank you so much for listening. And remember, remember, go ahead and get on Spotify and rate us. You can now rate us on Spotify. Subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to podcast episodes. Again, give us a quick review just to let people know that, hey, you enjoy listening to Cobra Kai Never Dies podcast. All right, brother. So as we wrap this one up, Cobra Kai Never Dies. Dies.